You're listening to the Food Talk Show. Hi there, my name is Sue Nelson. And for the next 30 minutes or so, we're going to be talking about all things food and drink as usual. I'm joined by my fellow presenters, Holly Ollie. So that's Holly. Hi, Polly. <laughs> I'm not, don't, please don't call me Polly. Polly. Um, Polly, I'm not going to be called Polly. So, um, Holly Shackleton, who's the editor of Speciality Food Magazine. Hiya. Hello. Very good. And uh, Ollie Lloyd, who's the chief executive of Great British Chefs. Hi, Ollie. Hey. Mm, hey. He's so cool, isn't he? He's so cool, he's not cool. <laughs> Never been cool. Never been cool. <laughs> no, thank God it's not television. Um, so, our guests today are Imran Mertzer of Jealous Life. Hi, Imran. Hi. You've very kindly bought us some lovely stuff. I have indeed. You have. Thank you so much. And uh, Neil Nugent of Iceland Foods. Hi, Neil. Hello, how are you doing? I've got loads of questions I want to ask you. Oh, can't wait. Oh, hundreds of them. Hundreds <laughs> and hundreds wait. and hundreds. So, Ollie, where should we start? We're dying to do this, aren't we? I sort of want to be... You want to be bit, controversial? Uh, go, on, go controversial. Shall I start? Shall I start? You can. I'll, 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 don't worry, I'm on your side. Okay. I'll start <laughs> I can so, feel someone coming my way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Neil. So, so, so Neil, um, I, um, I remember seeing those ads with Kerry Katona for Iceland food, and I, I really don't like Kerry Katona. I'm sure she's a lovely person, all that, but you know, when you just see somebody and go, oh, I just don't like that person. Probably completely unfairly. Um, and it was that bouncing in to a room with loads of snotty kids running around and somehow you, you lay out a tray of Christmas, you know, sort of canapes, which cost <laughs> 45p, and, and, and there's all these sorts of things there. You know, and I just know, I've just well, I feel desperately that it's just full of old rubbish because you can't possibly get food that cheap. And it was that whole thing about here's how you cheat and this is what you do and, and whatever. Now, I find that really difficult to swallow so it makes me feel like I don't want to go in there um but on the other hand I've got a real thing about frozen food being mm. amazingly good actually yeah. and underrated and not understood so you can get the freshest fish or you can get the freshest vegetables and actually freezing them is is one of the best things you could do actually yeah. if it, you know um sustainably and all sorts mm. of other things and I find it really difficult to put those two things together with Iceland mm. do, do you Feel that a little bit, Ollie. So Did our, our office, our, our closest, um, our closest, literally anything to our office is the Iceland on um, Chapel Market. Oh, right, yeah. It's just been done out that one, hasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. just literally uh, just been re-kitted. And you've closed the back door, which is very upsetting to our, our team. But anyway, it doesn't matter. That's, I'll that's get that. them open to open No, no, don't. don't cause apparently there's people with That's about shots. So that's fine. That's okay. fine. Um, but no, it's it's, I, I think what's interesting is that um, I, I think that, that complexity mm. within Iceland exists. And it seems like the brand's been really working hard to reinvent itself over the last few yeah, years. Yeah, well, interestingly, you know, Kerry Katana was uh, 10 years ago. So you you got you going a little bit way back and still you know me. <laughs> and uh, I won't apologise. Apparently at the time she was mum of the year and yeah, she was yeah, the yeah. person at the time. Saying. But of course you know uh, things change and um, uh, I've only been with the business a couple of years and in them two years we've changed an awful lot. Mm. Um, not just changing our stores physically, but uh, the food offer that we have. And, but but know. but the the sort of marketing thrust it seemed to me was that the sort of mums know best and you know mums go to Iceland and all that, which I, I can get. Mm. But you've had a succession of people to to sort of front that, 
And and I just find it quite off-putting as a marketing tactic. And and maybe maybe that's really unfair of me because I haven't been in one for a little while. And yet I live in a I live in a really nice um, town in uh, on the coast in Kent, and we have an Iceland. And it it's always there's always people going in and around. Can, can I do data? That's a good idea. That'll help data. me. That'll, that'll help, help me. So what's interesting is is that so we do lots of national research, and if you look at Iceland, about seventeen percent of the UK say they shop at Iceland regularly. Right now, amongst non-foodies, that drops to fourteen percent. Right, so the people who are actually shopping at, at Iceland are actually more foodie than you might think. Mm. And I think what's interesting is is that, in some ways, is that there is that kind of complexity. So there is mm. clearly um, those two. There, there are two. There are two product offerings you've got. Yeah. There. But it feels like over time there is more and more of that kind of core ingredient. Yeah, you got. Um, I would say you got savvy shoppers coming in our stores. Because you can buy amazing sea bass, scallops, Prawns. Argentinian red shrimp that are yeah. fantastic, lobsters, uh, great steaks, um, the USDA steaks, you know. So it, it's there's, there's a lot of there's street food, Indian street food, Mexican street food, vegan food. Um, there's the brilliant Slimming World brand, so people lose weight from that as well. Um, so we've got a kind of bad rep, and we've got this hangover of Kerry Katona and Peter Andre and 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 those old school styles of marketing uh, where you use a, a character to try and, and you know and get let's people face to come it, that's in. It's always fraught with danger, isn't it? Attaching yourself to personality. To- totally, yeah. it's um, you know. So um, you know, we're trying to shake that off and and get the quality of what we do across. But it's still also it's still family owned. It's still owned by Sir Malcolm Walker. Sir Malcolm yeah. Walker, yeah, yeah. So it's which is kind of amazing because well, it's really it, Booths and and Iceland that are the two yeah it makes last it, one standing. It makes it a quite a, a funky business, you know, because uh, the 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 decision chain is very short. Um, it's it's we can make kind of uh, bold statements and and for for example, you know, removing palm oil, plastic, that kind of thing. Um, you know, bigger operators. Struggle would really struggle to do that. So we're 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 kind of. It also makes it quite fun as well because of uh, the character he is. Um, so so yeah, it's it's we're, we're privately owned. It's um, and it's, it still uh, employs twenty three thousand people, over nine hundred shops. So it's you know it's still a fair size. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background because you're highly, highly respected in the industry yeah. uh, because because of all the things that you've done. So, so just, just try and I know you're quite a modest man. Just try and show off a little bit and tell us. Um, yeah, so I've, I'm a chef. I have a chef background. Worked in restaurants all over the world, and 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 uh, then privately for a little while working for kind of rich people, I guess. But um, and um, I kind of fell into um, developing food. For supermarkets in the supply base originally for people like Marks and Spencers and Sainsbury's and stuff, and um, I, I then ended up working for for ASDA for eleven years uh, during the Walmart takeover. And believe it or not, I learned more about food after being in a kitchen for twelve years and then uh, spending eleven years working for in food manufacturing and retail. I learned an awful lot more. I went to Waitrose, and now um, I've done a little bit of. I had my own restaurants as well at the same time. So it's, um, yeah, I'm, n- I'm now doing stuff for Iceland. Everything you buy needs a recipe, and that's of kind of every packet of food you open, someone is behind it doing the recipe, making sure it works, making sure it tastes good, making sure it's crunchy when it should be, 
and 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 that's kind of what I do. And there's a whole group of people behind, for example, this pack of mince pies, making sure they're beautiful. Are those the ones that are sold in Selfridges? Yeah, these mince have pies. I just taken, have I just taken your punchline? No, 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 that's uh, it's great. I yeah. remember seeing that, that press release, which was that Iceland... So what's the story? So, the, the... so we've got these um, award-winning mince pies that win awards for the last couple of years. And, um, and uh, yeah, we, we've removed palm oil. It's very difficult to remove palm oil from a, a mince pie because... Um, uh, all mincemeat legally has to have two and a half percent fat in it. That fat comes from suet. Suet is now vegetable based, not um, you know beef based. So it's been really tricky to remove. There is nobody making um, a vegetarian suet that doesn't contain palm. So it's been really tricky to do. Um, Selfridges wanted to give their customers uh, a palm. Uh, an offer or an option of a palm-free Christmas. And we're already there and have done that. So a palm um, oil-free Christmas. Palm well, oil, okay. yeah. So it's a food without palm, and that's what we've done. And we've decided to remove palm from all of our own brand uh, products. Uh, we've, we've got till the end of the year to do that. Uh, we'll achieve 2018, it. 2019? 2018. Yeah, so I, was, just, I, I was just checking because that, that feels like not a very long time away. I know, yeah, you're right. Oh, it's, 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 so, yeah, so by the end of this year, and, and there is an offer in store, will be for Christmas, where you can choose a palm-free Christmas. So, um, so yeah, that's what's... And that's been incredibly difficult. Palm oil in, in is... It's in 50% of what we buy. It's uh, it's used everywhere. You brushed your teeth with it this morning. You washed your hair with it. You did, you know. You've it's just pervasive in the really. toast you had. In yeah. you know, it's everywhere. So it's um, it's been really tricky to. And remove. is that is that? I mean, I guess in a way, what you're trying to do is go down the little route, may I say, Aldi route, where where you know people are going in there because they want to save money and they want to get the best value they can. Mm. Uh, but there's some amazing things in there which you you have as these sort of signature products, yeah. almost where where where. You know, people are going in because they know that that's, that's an amazing example of something that they want to go and get. Well, ultimately, we're a value retailer. Yeah. And um, and, and there's and, nothing wrong with that. And, and you have to be to survive. <laughs> yeah. um, we have five million shoppers every week. Um, and we have some cracking food in there. And we get the value through doing it in Frozen. As you said, you know, f there's nothing wrong with freezing things. Um, it, it, you know, fresh food or fresh uh, what we call added value food, ready meals, pizzas, all these things cost a lot of money to shift around the country, to deliver every day. Uh, frozen food, you get the value from long production lines and, and, and freezing and filling trucks full of food, not a case, a pallet or whatever. That's how you get your value. That's why we it's can sell things. complete volume, really. It, it's, it's totally, and that's yeah. how we do it. That's why we get pizzas from Italy, uh, five, six trucks a week coming from Italy. They land in our depots and we deliver them to our stores and they're £1.50 and they're brilliant. Mm. Um, and that's how we do it, through volumes, not delivering 200 boxes every other day. Yeah. Does, fresh. Does that mean that your waste, if to, as a supermarket, mm. you, I mean, you must also have almost have no wastage. I mean, I mean, obviously there's some, I mean, we, sell, we still sell fresh You sell food, fresh food, but if you take uh, the fresh out bread, of it, if you, as yeah. a percentage, your, your fresh is much smaller than any other retail. We have tiny amounts of waste. We've had yeah. a problem where um, even charities don't want to come to us because we've got two loaves of bread and a packet of ham <laughs> because we, we don't have those volumes of waste that some of the bigger stores have. Mm. 
uh, we still have bits of waste. We sell fresh fruit and vegetables and things and we get bits of waste, but there's not an awful lot. Um, and, you know, with with frozen food as well, you know, it's less waste in our stores, but also less waste at home. You use little, yeah. you use what you need. Absolutely. So, and, you know, I think there's a big education about frozen food. And I know that um, I've had these discussions with some alchemy. He said, you know, he, one of his big mistakes was selling frozen food cheap. Because in France, you've got Picard, they sell frozen food in it, you know, incredibly expensive. It's seen as quite a, a posh thing. Yeah. So, um, you so, know. So, how are you dealing with all those different dilemmas? Because we're coming at, you know, we're coming at a, um, a brand, really, that, that, that has, you know, sort of multiple facets, if you like, of what it's trying to do. How have you come in? Well, why, for a start? Because it's a, a huge challenge. And, and I know you got pilloried a little bit in, in some of the, you know, the food media about, you know, joining going, Iceland. Joining Iceland. Um, but, but there must have been parts of it where you're thinking, wow, this is an amazing challenge, this, because we've, I've got this facet, I've got this facet, and there's this. How are you managing to pull all that together? So you've got all these... And um, by the way, before you answer that, can you pass me one of your mince pies? Yeah, yeah, sure. I, yeah. <laughs> Iceland mince pies. So I'm, yeah. I'm very excited because I have not had a mince pie yet this year and, yeah. and these are meant to be very good. So Yeah, there you go. Well, we, we have, I've tasted so many mince pies because we've done so many versions of this to get it right. Um, uh, but yeah. Does that mean you're going to pass on one? Have you had your mince no, pie? No, no, no. 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 Gonna have one uh, if, and one bite, that's it. It's all over. You're, you're in there. It's a shame they're not warm because they, they yeah, just sure. come alive. And How many packets did you bring? I brought I brought four packs. So there's, there's some to take home as well. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I'll go back to my question. question. Yeah, this yeah. multifaceted, you know, brand that yeah. you've got. It, 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 in many respects, you've got huge opportunities, but, but there's a lot of so know, there's a lot of baggage of with the brand. Perception, yeah. perception problems. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a huge and I, and I love um, and I'm going to challenge you to go into one of our stores. I, I will do. And yes, of and you'll wander around and go, oh my god, wow, I didn't know this. Right. I can buy clams. I can buy. You know, um, incredible seafood. I, I actually think it's a bold statement, but we're probably one of the healthiest shops on the high street. Ooh. You know, we're we're, um, and I would argue that I can't give you data to prove that because it's very tricky. Mm. But um, you know, you've got four or five freezers of Slimming World, four or five freezers of fish, meat. Then we're into vegan. Then we're into seven bays of vegetables and fruit. Yeah, uh, you know. It's see, we one of the things we use your your brand for, which mm -hmm. is we're probably a marginal use case. I don't think you can mm -hmm. scale this, but our office doesn't have air conditioning, so it's much more cost efficient. Don't ever for go us, to his office for us <laughs> if to you buy you don't our have... team mm. ice creams from Iceland. Then I then air conditioning the office, so we have a, a constant stream of ice creams. There's always free ice creams. <laughs> anyone take? We only buy branded ones because too long at Unilever, and there's all there's always an there's two shelves just full of of of. of ice creams we bought from Iceland. Anything but I think, I think the, for me, the fish is the key one mm. because yeah. so many of those fresh fish counters mm. awful, are awful. basically defrosted, frozen. And actually for me, I'm, I mean, I, you know, we do a lot of work with the guys from Norwegian Seafood and I bore them rigid about my favourite thing in my house is frozen cod mm. because actually to cook that straight from frozen with tin of tomatoes and some amazing, you know, throw something else on there just to add some, you know, massive big flavour profile. One of the simplest and best things you can eat. There's a huge education piece on that, isn't there? Well, I think you can blow these myths about, um, you know, you've got fresh... I wouldn't argue with a great fishmonger in your local town, whatever. They're amazing. No way, not challenging that at all. But when you're looking at the the, super, the major supermarkets and their fish counters, a lot of their fish on their counters is, has been previously frozen, or majority, give or take a few 
bits of salmon because it's farmed up the road, if you like. Um, but yeah, but it's, it's exactly the same. If you go and buy your party food at um, another supermarket of choice, um, that you may or may have previously all worked been, at. All been frozen. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Um, the ready meals that you buy, uh, I would say ninety percent of the ingredients have already been previously frozen. If you buy a pizza, the base will have been frozen. Funnily enough, the t- half the toppings will have been frozen. They're put on, you know, because you, your manufacturers need to preserve and manage their waste. So that's how they do it. They use frozen ingredients. So. Do I have a problem working for a frozen retailer? Absolutely not. Because I, you know, I'm a chef background. But I understand I it's the nature's way my, of preserving. I don't think that was my question. I think mm. my question was, you know, how how are you going to manage to take on all these multiple facets of of, of, of trying to, you know, show what Iceland stands for? Mm. And that you do have this this you know, loads and loads of choice and different things that, that, that are good at, about it and whatever. I think it. it I'm doing it through the quality of our food. Yeah, let that and, speak for and, itself. Let it, let it speak for itself. Mm. And, you know, on a, um, from a marketing point of view, you know, you'll see our Christmas ads and the food looks beautiful. You you know, if it wasn't from the end bit, you'd think it was a Marks and Spencer's advert or whatever. It's all that kind of getting them quality messages across. And I've just got a, a job to do to make sure it is that quality, it is that good, and people get the value. And, and I can only do it to let the food do the talking. Um, That's interesting. So, because in some ways, I think another way of asking your question is, what's your true north? What is the true north for for the organisation? Mm. What what are the, you know, is is it, is it let the food do the talking? Is it about favour? Is it about health? What are the kind of, you know, when you're chatting with some outcome about the mistakes you made in the past, uh, what is it that what are you aiming for now? Just to give uh, be a great value get a great value retailer, making things accessible to people, vegan food always been considered expensive. We now have a vegan range and it's two quid, one pound fifty, three pounds, those sort of prices. So we're making it accessible to everybody. Uh, and more coming out, out in January. It's making a game three bird roast um, using British game, um, which we're producing next week, to to um, accessible to everybody. It's all those, uh, a truffle turkey for Christmas. Can I it's do that. a side link? I was at an amazing dinner the other night with 11 of China's top chefs cooking, and I talked to them about the turducken, so the three, yeah. four, five-bird roast. And we talked, I was talking through a translator to this Chinese chef, and um, so I showed him a turducken because he'd been doing this for, apparently his family had been doing it for 100 years, and he said, no, 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 that's not right. You're missing the heads. <laughs> you can't see the heads on all four of the, I'll show you the photo after. Yeah. You can't it's see the heads on the four birds. What, why would you do it? So I don't think you should take this side to forward. <laughs> but I was blown, it, it was an interesting sort of cultural moment of, yeah. of the differences of how we see those kind of things. Mm. So that's a top tip from Ollie there. Leave the heads yeah. on. If you see that if you see that in Iceland in 2019. It's, yeah, down, it's down to Ollie. Down what do you think Ollie. of the mince pies? Delicious. I've just eaten mine, I have to say. Very good. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad no. at all. Good. Have, you, have you eaten yours yet? I haven't yet, but um, <clears throat> I, uh, Christmas begins in July in the publishing world, magazine publishing. Because you're always so a couple of months in advance. We're always, yeah, mm. a good few months in advance. So I have had these and I love them. Mm. So thank you. Yes, good. thank you for that. So I'm going to move on now because I'm looking at uh, Jealous Sweets and I'm sitting next to Imran Mirza here. Um, tell us a little story uh, behind these. Should we have these available in Iceland? I mean, well, look, they're vegan. They're vegan and they taste great. Mm. 
So tell us a little bit. Of a story. So should I start from the beginning of how we ended up? Yeah, here? we haven't got a couple of days, but yeah, if you can okay. do it in a few minutes, that'd be great. <laughs> so I was working in the city and not sort of like loving life. It was just hard, hard, and it was t- too much money, obviously, and not enough life, and it was just it was awful. And I was trying to find something else to do, and I started dating someone who loves sweets. And I was trying to find. Like she was vegetarian, and I was trying to find something I can give to her as a as a gift. When we first started dating, we'd walk around Woolworths, and all the sweets that she liked had gelatine in them, so she wouldn't eat them. And so I went on a mission to try and find something I can give to her as a gift. And that's where I realised that the whole industry um, is full of <laughs> cheap cheap ingredients, lots of gelatine. Which so what do you mean by sweets? Like old fashioned? Oh, so sweets, gummy sweets, as opposed to chocolate. Yes, or, or, anything, or that's anything not like chocolate, that. Yeah, yeah, but the so old fashioned sweets. Old fashioned yeah. sweets, gummy sweets, things that we grew up eating. Yeah, um, it's all full of chemicals and lots of it's pig fat. Isn't it mostly. It's basically. Just imagine anything that you wouldn't eat in a restaurant. So pig eyeballs, um, <laughs> pig eyelashes, skin. It's all the disgusting stuff that you wouldn't normally eat. It's melted pig, melted cow, melted... Scraped off the abattoir floor. Yeah, it's basically. Anything that you would not normally eat, it's crushed into, like, it looks like breadcrumbs. They add water to it and add sugar and syrup and stuff like that. And that's what makes it really gummy and chemically. So this is Haribo. Basically. And, and those sorts of things. Yeah, so we started off... Uh, I'm not saying that it's Haribo, but that she's used... No, 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 but I mean, those, it's those type of... <laughs> yeah, those types of companies, yeah. yeah. It's mm. just, if you look at, like, I walked into De- Debenhams the other day, and they were selling sweets from Made in China that say, have, like, various chemicals in there, which will have an adverse effect on the children. I'm like, why are they selling this stuff? Why would you give this to your children? Or why would, they, why would you eat this? So the whole industry is based on this. It's like cheap ingredients. It's like an afterthought. When she made chocolates, sweets were like the the other thing that we gave to children. So we were like, if we make sweets with real ingredients, make them taste of something, like actual fruits, and package them in the right way so that they are distinctive, they stand out, we've got something. So we started off as a gifting company, launched into Selfridges, they were our first customer, and then followed by Harvey Nichols, Harrods, um, John Lewis, all these sort of retailers. All the usual local... Yeah, basically. Sure. <laughs> yeah. We were like, it's, it's a lifestyle business. It's all about gifting. That's what it was. So so that, that was your market? That really was our market, market initially. Yeah. But then, over the last two years, we kind of thought, hang on a minute. We've got all these big players doing these cheap sweets. But all our customers want something that they can eat every single day, not as a gift from like Harrods or whatever. So why don't we just go after the big boys? Why don't we actually go and sort of revolutionise the sweet industry? So that's our mission now. So we've changed our tack from dealing with the department stores to now looking at launching in the big supermarkets. They are nice. They, they, you, would you give those to your kids? <clears throat> Obviously, being a good father, I give no sweets to my kids. Yes, uh, no, my, my, kids, my, kids, my kids love sweets. And have to say, having had Halloween where, you know, they go around and they get... Um, I didn't. I didn't. I've saved you two that packets very because sweet. you've got two children. You can't take one home. You need a packet each, otherwise they'll. They get you. one sweet each. No, they don't. What do you mean? Look, but there's only they're vegan, and this one's got well. eighty-four calories this in the whole free. packet. It'll be fine. As long as they've eaten their dinner first. Yeah, we, it's we, a treat. They've got to eat their dinner. I understand. Don't worry. Right, my, 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 chil- my, yeah, my children, and, uh, yeah, they, they, they get their fair share of sweets. Yeah. Um, or as my daughter calls them, Wheaties. <laughs> Wheaties. <laughs> Wheaties. That's cute. But, but, but seriously, would you? Uh, seriously, I, great, I, 
They're fantastic. This is this is clearly an industry mm. that is ready to be blown up. It should be. And it does feel like there are people who are beginning to kind of chew around Trying. the edges. So as you, I think you know, I was in um, a petrol station the other day and as I sort of walked down the aisle, I mean, it is still very traditional. I mean, you know, you've got all the usual ones there. But it does feel like there are, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to name all your competitors, but it does feel like there are a couple of other people that are trying to play. Trying in. to, but I think for us, the main thing is, if you want to make sweets healthier, they've still got a taste of something sweet. Yeah. And they've got a taste of yeah. something. Because you won't come, keep going back to eating them over That's and over again. For. Exactly, it's a treat. So for a while, people were like, oh God, it's got sugar in it. And we're like, well, you don't eat it like four or five times a day. It's a treat. Hmm. Like you wouldn't eat cake five times a day, but... If you did, that would be a problem. So it's the same with these sweets. We're like, look, it's got sugar in it. It's natural. Everything's natural. There's no artificial colours in there. And they're also vegan. Like, it's all plant-based. Mm. There's no, like, sort of dodginess in there. I mean, I think... Uh, talk I've about... got a really sweet tooth, you see. Have you? Oh, yeah, I don't. I mean, see, I don't. My all-time favourite sweets, <laughs> that's terrible, are fruit pastels. I mean, I, you know... I mean, which, which I know, best, I know, I know, I know. These are better. These are, these are better. And I agree, I agree. Because I, I really have a sort of love affair with those old school sweet shops. I mean, I, you know, I still remember when you get one pea sweets. And it, yeah. Those were great days. Um, so I think, I mean, this, but, this but, is a solution for me, not my children. But I went into a garage uh, the other night on the, you know, we home from, from work and I, I just forgot how old fashioned it is now. It's wall to wall, you know, chocolate. So there's Twix and there's all that. And, and there's wall to wall, you know, grab bag crisps, which really annoy me. So, so you know, because people are going to eat twice as much as they should and all that sort of stuff. Um, and there wasn't anything in there that had these sorts of alternatives and they are so behind because I don't think people want that stuff anymore. I, yeah. You know, I want this in every shop so that I can choose that if I want to or, or, or give it to some, you know, friends who've got young children and I want some healthy snack bars and I want this, I want that. And it feels to me like all of those news agents and and garages and stuff have just just fell be, fallen behind. But some of them, I think, you know, you know people behind. like um, naked bars, you mm. know, which I, I think are great. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's more. I mean, there's more and more in the kind of yeah. snack bar area. I'd say um, I don't know if you know the brand Rhythm One Hundred Eight. Yep. Yeah, they do really, really delicious kind of healthier versions and gluten-free vegan versions of bounty bars and things like okay. that. And they have packs of biscuits and they have them in. I think it's a BP garage, and and so I think there are certain businesses who are who have buyers who are on the pulse, and are stocking these kind of products. But it's definitely not as common as it should be. Mm. Why aren't the big boys doing this? I think they're scared. They're not set up for it either. Let's face like, it. Like uh, if, if you're selling Haribo or you're selling Mars Bar and it's bringing you millions of pounds, if they change it and take that risk, they they're gonna and things don't take off straight away, they're going to get fired because they're going to like, look, you're losing me money. Whereas if a buyer say, makes a bold statement goes, you know what, I believe this because this is where the industry is going anyway. Yeah, and they pretty, do that. It's a pretty bold thing to do. Yeah, and so we are talking to some multiples right now, one in particular, who is actually looking at this and going, hang on a minute, everything's sold for a pound. There's no trade up here for my customers. What do they aspire to? It's all the mm -hmm. same stuff. Everyone's selling the same thing all over the place. So what is there? Like, People want something to look forward to, like look up to, mm. and there isn't. So we're having those conversations where we will how, go. So how much are these? So from ninety nine p to not bad. two pound if it's in Harrods. <laughs> Same product. I, I, I get my milk in Harrods all the time. No, I mean so so so. I mean the pack we're looking at here is how many grams? Forty grams. Forty grams. And your average kind of tube of um, 
Round Tree. It's about the same, 45. The same. Mm-hmm. But they're selling in retail for 70, 65, 75p. Yeah. I mean, they used to be 20, I mean, I still think they're 20p, <laughs> but because I'm so old. Um, these, these are great, though. But they're and, great. It's and what you really need to do is people don't understand if they eat, you know, these other ones, gummy bears and Haribo, whatever they are, they don't actually understand what they're eating. Yeah. That stuff is, is just... Are you saying I shouldn't be feeding my children Haribo? No. No, you shouldn't. No, you really, really shouldn't. If you actually see, melt a Haribo, see what happens to it. It'll go black and it'll start dripping all of this stuff that you're like, what the hell is this? Mm. It's it's shocking. It is absolutely shocking. Um, Can we ask you, uh, do you sell Haribo in Iceland? Yeah, oh, no. Sorry, we're not, yes. we're not, we're not picking yeah, on Haribo, by the like, way. No. It, we're using Haribo as, as a generic yes. to explain all these different sorts of things, so we're not just picking on Haribo. Because, for example, with Iceland, like they've got this in the store in Clapham Common, massive sweet section. It looks really nice, but it's Haribo. And I'm like, if you're selling vegan stuff, what vegan sweets do you actually have? That's a good question we're asking you. It's a great pitch, sorry. <laughs> I don't. I don't have an answer to that one because uh, I think we do sell Haribo because, uh, and there's a demand for Haribo. Oh yeah, yeah. There is. yeah. Do you know what's yeah, demand? Sounds... Because I don't think people know what's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, right. so I think this. This and I do think that will come. I do think that will come out, and and I think when it does, I do. I think they're dead. To, yeah, to, well, to, to we're, some degree. Okay, so listen. So here, so here's the chat. So let, let's. Let's actually try and get. I mean, I, I think it's a really interesting conversation because look, I you know I, I was berating Sue the other week because she drinks rubbish tea, um, and saying how the hell can you not, not be drinking quality tea? And actually, you know, like nothing is more important than the food. My, my children eat ridiculously good food, but actually they do eat Haribo. So let you know, I'm actually genuinely interested in digging into. Okay, what is it? What is it made from? Um, Isles, ear rolls, and arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> you heard right, it on the radio first. <laughs> Sounds about right. No, but it's but it's. I mean, I mean, like I, you know, I'm I'm a massive foodie, and as a foodie, I am giving my children that. Exactly. And if you're saying not good, not like that's the thing. When it comes to sweets, it's like an afterthought almost. It's like, oh, I need a sugar <laughs> pick me up. But if you actually make them properly, they actually taste amazing. Mm. Yeah. And like, I I've actually not... bought other competitors' products. I was going to say do a blind taste test, um, and yeah. Can I just say, we're not picking on Haribo here. What we're saying is those style of sweets is what we're saying. Because, you know, it's, it's those, um, the, the sort of gelatin is the issue, isn't it? Which I love, I mean, yeah. Mm. And the chemicals, like mm. this artificial, like there's so many artificial colours and flavours and preservatives that go into these. And, and look, let's look at the broader consumer trend here, which is that fundamentally consumers care about provenance, they care about where things come from, and people are increasingly concerned about yeah. what's in stuff. They need to have an alternative strategy because I do think it's um, it's a difficult. One. Can I also say I really love the fact that you've you named your things things like love bears and happy bears. <laughs> you know, you That's because you're an old hippie, <laughs> hipster as you like to call it. But I'll tangy call you worms. an old hippie. And, and, and look, friends. tangy worms, tangy worms, tangy worms, busy tangy friends. Worms. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to finish in a minute. Neil, just just a last word from you. Have you, have you got any thoughts about this sort of se- section of your or category? Should I say that's a better word. Well, we we don't do any own own kind of labelling that, but I think this is brilliant. That, uh, and I think you know most shops, all shops, we should have an option or um, choice for customers that they can. Uh, and we, no doubt, we will start selling stuff like this uh, very soon because of your point there, all about you know uh, people are becoming more and more aware of um, whether it, it's provenance or what's in ingredients in their food, you know, and the Palmol's a good example, but, but you know, the, the ears, eyes, whatever you've just said. <laughs> melted. <laughs> I won't repeat melted it. Melted sheep yeah. and pig yeah. melted. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah. this, this is something we'll all be selling very soon. It's mm. changing. 
Mm. That's good. So, and you're right at the forefront. Well done there, Imran. Yeah, it's not something that we thought, oh, yeah, it's because it's trendy. We've been doing this for ages. A long time. Yeah. And now we thought... When did you found the company? 2010, when we um, founded the company. 2011, started trading with Selfridges. Mm. And literally six months ago, we thought, right, we're going after Mainstream. the big boys. Yeah, yeah, and good. So They're, now good. We... They're very good. They are very good. Um, so, um, just finishing off now, um, Neil, um, thank you so much for coming in about Oscar Foods. I know I've been, I know I've been really horrible to you, but I'm trying to understand. I, I do think it's quite a sweetheart. A one. You've been lovely. Thank you. I love being called sweetheart. Thank you. Um, I, I was thinking though, if you are going to do new television ads, you look, you couldn't get a better three. Look at us three. Fantastic. I mean, you think? You. you can imagine? Can you imagine what credibility you would have if it was us three? Flocking to us. Well, not in yeah. sales, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could have a little penny on, couldn't you, Holly? And you like, could be, you could be doing all those like canapes. You know, Feeding all that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, me and Holly could be there, like, sitting and eating it and yeah. bashing the kids around the ears, we'll telling be them to behave. It. You'll be serving it and yeah. working. Well, I, think, we'll I, think the, I think the man with the culinary knowledge in this room is at the other end of the table rather than me. <laughs> so I think it'd just be such a hit. It would. It would be amazing. <laughs> we'll be stars, guys. We're going to be stars. I think he was being ironic. I'm just <laughs> guessing. So, um, Neil Nugent of Ice and Food, thanks so much for joining us. And good luck, because I, I think it's a really interesting thing. And I think right. we need to embrace some of that frozen food mantra totally. if, if we're going to get some of the environmental sustainable things right so very good and Imran love these love these I'm just going to try and find out where to get them from we'll send you um, some yeah no 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 you need to sell them we need to this is this is commercial um <laughs> and I think for in my office what we do is we um we have for, for quite a long time su supplied all our stuff with fresh fruit every week but they still like the occasional treat Exactly. And so I won't allow them, you know, they can buy their own, but I don't supply them as a company. See, she I'm, is really I'm, mean. I'm going to supply <laughs> these, I think, wow. for staff. I think that'd be great. We we supply green cola and um, and fruit. So I think um, we'll, we'll add your sweets to Amazing. our list. Yeah, yeah. Keep our staff nice and healthy. So... You've been listening to the Food Talk Show and um, as you know, it's syndicated dozens of radio stations across the UK. You can also download our weekly podcast from iTunes, Spotify and the podcast app on your phone as well as the wonderful Great British Chefs website which has probably about a million visitors a month now. 1.5. 1.5 million. Yeah. And if, you, if you're trying to work out how to cook something, then that's the place to go. And also thank you to my fellow presenter, Holly Shackleton of Speciality Food Magazine. I'm presuming that the, um, the, the latest edition, that we're, which we're just about to read for Christmas, was, was done probably about four months ago, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it's actually... <laughs> Three months um, ago. It went to print a few days ago, and it's now available to download on the Speciality Food website. As of today. So. Ah, there you go. So make sure you get hold of that. And um, if you know of any future guests that you think we should be talking to who are doing amazing things just like Imran, um, please get in touch with us via Twitter on at Food Talk Show. And of course, you can listen to any of our hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of podcasts going back years and years and years on foodtalk.co.uk. Do have a good week. I'm going to have another little love bear and a little wiggly worm. And uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers now. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.